UKW Ignite. And the last thing we are left with is the benefits of joining a trade union, with which I can heartily concur. And that wasn't the only good thing about Ignite. The addition of Castle with Rose, shame his name's not Chris Crown, Rose and Crown, you see? Anyway, the, the, <laughs> they're the kind of jokes that you're going to get. doesn't get any better. Now, the addition of the gentleman as a co-GM, I think was a bit... I mean, because he's with Leonie Rose, he kind of softens her a bit because he's more of a... He's a broader heel. He's, not, he's an arrogant heel and a very good heel. But he's a broader heel than Leonie Rose's playground sharp heel. So, I wasn't... I mean, I'm, how to put this? I'm pleased that Ignite is getting back on track because I think it, it had been forgotten. And, uh, and I think probably my podcast made people think, well, we should look at this. But I don't think the issue was with Leonie Rose because I think when she was really kicking it in and allowed to do so, the frenetic quality of Ignite, the hot mess that it became, the chaos that ensued was fantastic watching. And I think that just it just got forgotten with all the excitement of there's mayhem and there's and there's this there's the flagship show, showdown, and there's there's nothing else is there. Oh yeah, Ignite. So whilst I'm pleased it's getting back to something a- approaching really good. I don't think the problem was with Leonie Rose. Having said that, Castle and Rose work really well together. Rose and Castle work really well together. Not attorneys at law, they don't sound like that. But, um, sound like private detectives, don't they? Rose and Castle. Well, it's better than Shakespeare and Hathaway, in my view. And that they keep coming out after every match really interests me. I don't think, oh, not them again. I think, oh, this is a this is a point they're making. They're out early. The crowd chant, where's your belt gone? For Chris, because of course he's lost his 24. No, 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 the round-the-clock belt. I keep calling it a different kind of belt from a different promotion, don't I? The round-the-clock championship to Jacob Reed. Now, they explain, they have to explain the round-the-clock rules again, because apparently people don't understand. I mean, I don't know, I can't speak for everybody, but I understand it. I don't think you really need to tell us. But the way they do it this week is great because they put a 10 second clock on and then they pretend to hit each other. And then the clock, um, the bell is rung and no one's won. And then they do it again and Chris Castle hits the deck and Leone covers him and there's a pin. And it's nice the way they do it. I really like that. It's really good. They work so well together. Apparently, Edward Crowley was um, Leonie Rose's first pick. Mr. Crowley, do, do, do. Were you picked by Rose? Do, 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 do. I didn't see it. Do, do, do. But it happened, I suppose. I'm not sure if it did. But maybe they've been stung by some criticism 
I don't know where it's come from that um, whilst the other two brands or programmes in the brand had that kind of pick and we saw it Leonie Rose didn't but apparently she has picked him and um, Havoc and Savage Havoc and Savage and Crowley is out well just after Ryan Moon beats him up actually Castle joins in in the beating yeah Crowley then asks Rose to watch this and then does some stops well it's not watch this here's a 450 splash or a Phoenix splash is it she asks for a ref a ref comes in Crowley chokes back elbow apparently Crowley's over 7 foot tall I'd never noticed that Dylan told me that it's Dylan and Piper doing much better I think on commentary well done you, you, you've, you've booked up great and um, he then hits a chop. I don't think he's that tall, is he? Hits a chop. Nasty face buster from, from Crowley. And a low choke slam. Doesn't get him up very high. But he is quite rangy, Ryan Moon, for the pin. Ryan didn't get much offence in. And there's a reason for that. Now, Castle's then out again. He's very angry that Jacob Reed took his title. And he wants Reed right there to defend. Someone get him on the foul. Oh, he's there. Almost as if he knew he was going to fight for it tonight. He's going to fight Damage Inc. Okay, so <laughs> you've got two people. So it's a two-on-one match. And uh, we don't quite know who, what the rules are about who wins the belt. But we're very quickly told uh, by Dylan that... Um, Dylan Chase, that would be. That whoever pins gets the belt. Okay, so that might be Havoc and Savage working against each other. That would be an interesting wrinkle. Didn't really happen. They're both on Reed, but Reed fights back with an enziguri and an uppercut, and then very quickly, well, rather quickly, gets the Jacobs ladder on Havoc for the pin. It was okay, but not great. Now, at this point, one of the cameras is out of focus, and it remains out of focus, I think, for most of the rest of the programme. It's one of those things you can't really mitigate for, can you? Because, you know, unless you're in the production booth watching it immediately, but um, it's okay, it doesn't spoil the focus. And with three programmes, you know, people are working a lot of uh, shifts here, aren't they? So it's fair enough. But um, Piper and Dylan are just a bit out of focus. Like that, um, like that Robin Williams um, short. Daddy's soft, that one. Yeah, anyway, not that kind of thing anyway. So, you know, not that. But Piper gave us a very nice line here, because the next pay-per-view, all of the belts are on the line. There'll be some belting matches. That's excellent. Nice one. Very good. Now, Rose, not very happy. That's Leone. Co-GM. Co-GM is not very happy about losing to Ruby Brocco on Showdown. So she wants her in a match, and that'll be the match that takes place now. Because they don't think, they don't like, they don't think waiting's a good thing. And in some ways, I agree. Chris Castle's the ref, of course he is. Brocco um, is hit by an immediate drop kick and an uppercut from Rose. Then a Beal, she comes back with a clothesline and a backbreaker and basement drop kick. It's very nice. Then Chris Castle holds Ruby Brocco so that Rose can slap her. A dad red is in is is in the crowd. He's not very happy about this. And then you've got um, Chris trying again. Brocco moves. Rose slaps him. She rolls, Brocco rolls up, 
Rose for the three, but of course, Chris Castle is down. Then Rose throws her across the ring and pulls her down halfway across by her hair. That, that's awful and such a great heel move. Lovely camel clutch from Rose. She really leans back on it. She sits right back on it and Brocco sells it beautifully. Rose missile dropkick. Brocco rolls her up, no count. Suddenly there's a Rose roll up and a very fast count. It was like this. Yeah. And there's your pin. You expected it, didn't you? You expected it, but it was really well done. Quite liked it. It was perky. And I don't mind, you know, it's so egregious and so obvious, the Rose and Castle show, that I don't mind. Now, Danny is called out by Chris Castle to, because last week he had uh, Dylan beaten up. Uh, at that point, a new announcer, the, the guy who does the announcing, what's his name? No one seems to want to tell me. And he became the commentator because Dylan was incapacitated last week. This week, Dylan just lets him commentate, which is great. It's it's good off, good on you, Dylan. It's nice to have a different voice, and, and he does really well, I think. Danny is now called out. Referee Danny, because last week, Chris Castle said that Danny was taking the mickey when um, Chase was being... Dylan Chase was being beaten up by Big Duncan, asking if he was all right and things, which is what a referee should do, which Danny, when he comes down to the ring, points out, but it's no good. It's to no avail. And the great thing is, when he hears the music hit of his opponent, and it's Big Duncan's music, his face crumples beautifully. Great camera work. They really caught it. That is quality work. Of course, after begging... Chris Castle not to do this. Danny is uh, is trying to talk to Big Duncan, who have none of it. Huge punch. He ragdolls him, takes him to Chris Castle, holding him off the mat in a uh, a full Nelson position for ages, and then puts the Kona crush on him. Remember that? Oh yeah, hands either side of the head and squeeze like a giant pimple. It's a strange way to end the program, to be honest. And that is when our new commentator says that they both feel a bit frightened. Him and Piper, they should be joining a union. Yes, you should. But remember, Jesse Ventura tried that and it didn't quite work. This did, though. Good episode of Ignite. And it's getting back to sort of the way it was. I don't think it'll ever hit those heights again. But that's nothing to do with anybody on Ignite. That's to do with the tinkering. This is going in the right direction, though. And at a time like this, you've got to take small mercies. Ta-ta.